Hey, Cousin Internet, it's me, Cousin Todd. Before we start the show, I just want to give you a reminder that July 21st, Friday, is our eight-year anniversary uh, for Mama's Comedy Show. That means we've been doing it for eight years, and every year on our anniversary, we do a huge, huge show. Um, uh, Cousin Tony and I are probably going to be playing Mousetraps, or definitely some people are going to get hurt playing Mousetraps, so that's a guarantee. We also have some other surprises and um, some exciting new things that are going to happen. We're going to be giving out prizes like t-shirts and whatnot, but it will be the same fun you always have, but also with us getting hurt, so you're probably going to have more fun. But again, that is July 21st. Friday night at 10 p.m. Call 407-363-1985 to make your reservations now. Now enjoy the show. Cousin Internet, it's me, Cousin Todd, with Mama's Comedy Show, and with me is Cousin James. Hello! And we'll be joined shortly by somebody who's... You, who's do you think the microphone... You're... Sorry. Oh we, we'll be joined shortly by somebody who we've been missing for a while. It's very exciting. If you're wondering why James sounded quiet, it's because <laughs> she put all of her food between her and the microphone. All of my food. My huge, vast array of... Buffet I have. I'm going to post a picture of that. I took a picture of her. It's fine. Post a picture of me and my luxurious Wawa salad that I'm yeah. trying to be good for. You say Wawa why. like it's a restaurant, but you're having a gas station salad. You know what? It's fresh and it has protein and mm, um, mm. so good. Um, the worst food I ever had in my life, in your life was at a truck stop. Well, yeah, it's a truck stop. It's yeah. not a Wawa. I was driving. It was my my grandfather was in the hospital, mm. and it was one of those like we were going up, you know, to say goodbye sort of things. And and um, was your food tainted by your grief? No, 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 no. Because I, I mean, I guess grief could give you road diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we so were driving to Ohio, and we were driving through the mountains, and while we were at a truck stop gas station. They had a hamburger, like on the little warmer, mm. and I was like, "Oh, I'll get that." I mean, yeah, I, I don't do those. I was, I was in my. Uh, uh, how long ago was this? Invincible twenties. Yeah, which is, which is twenty weird. years ago, which is weird because I was born in nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I remember opening up the bun to put ketchup on it. Was the meat green? It was gray. Oh yeah, gray meat. Uh, and, and you thought, oh, this still looks okay. I'll eat it. Yeah, it's wolf pussy. <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, it it was it was pretty gross, and I ate like half of it, and then and then decided it wasn't good. Yeah, and then I was still just way sick from it. Can you imagine if you had eaten the whole thing? Yeah, I would have been dead. I mean, it's a diet, right? Yeah, I guess it is salmonella. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the worst thing you've ever eaten? Um. Oh God! I heard. I heard like your mouth sound. My grandmother. Oh God! That, that's on so my mother's gross. side. I don't know. It's funny because my grandmother, on my mother's side, was not a good cook, but my mom really, really is. So I don't know how that happened, but she would make cube steak. You know, like country steak with like yeah. gravy and everything. I give your grandmother tube steak. <clears throat> She's dead. 
That's mm-hmm. not nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so dry. I didn't say when I gave it to her. It was so dry, like you'd swallow a piece it and it would hang halfway down your throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not picky about my food. Like I like a lot of different kinds of Clearly, food. Clearly, because you're you're always eating it here. <sighs> you know, I come from like a far drive. Mm-hmm. And I take a nap before I get here so I can actually do the show. <laughs> that makes it sound worse. So I don't have dinner with my family. But tonight I actually worked late and then joined friends over at Howl at the Moon. And I was, you know, I had some of the, that uh, free buffet nacho shit. That was great. Yeah. No, I have to eat or I'm going to be nasty during the show. So. Oh, wait. You're welcome. Well, then why are you usually nasty during the show? You. Oh, gross. Um,. Yeah, all right. Why don't you tell everybody what you texted me today or yesterday? That was gross. What did I text you yesterday? I was asking about getting paid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I said, I have to make a bank deposit, and then I'll make a big deposit in you. (laughs) And you're proud of that? Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. uh How was your week, Todd? It's good. It's good. It's a good week. I worked. I worked like every... You always work. Yeah. I mean, is there any any variable in there ever? Well, I mean, my, my... Evenings are free now, mm-hmm. so like, but uh, I mean, I've I've actually had like a social life, gone out with people, mm-hmm. and yeah. Are you dating? Not not any one in particular. Nothing. So many. Well, no, nothing serious. I so mean, you're a whore. No, no, no. no so I, you're just sleeping around. No, I haven't slept with anyone. That's the problem. That's so, why I'm. So you don't stay the night. You that's just why fucking I'm go cranky. Mm. Well, you know, if you knock one out yourself, you'll stay take care that. Of it. Yeah, that's different though. What? Why are we getting that noise? Where's what your noise? Where's your phone? It's over here. I hate you so it's much. It's not even going that. off. It's not when it goes off. It's like if it searches for your mail or no, if it. It's like away from me. It's a, a about as away from my from my microphone as yours is from yours. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, did you see any movies? New movies? Mm, no. No. So I was just at um, one of the tourist attractions here in town, House of, uh, no House of Blues, Howl at the Moon. Okay. And it's very interesting, the mindset of people. Cousin Ali works there. Does he? Yep. Oh. The mindset of people in certain age groups, once alcohol and um, stereotypical party songs are involved, yeah. it is a feast for the eyes, to say the very least, of what can happen when a man is in cargo shorts and he... Cargo shorts are out right now, so he, uh, no one should be wearing those. That is Oof, a- this man, not, not only did he have cargo shorts, but he paired it with a wolf t-shirt, tucked in. Yeah, oh, all right. Sneakers and socks halfway up his calves, did and he, he was a, grinding. Did he have a fanny pack? No, but the belly he had could have served as. Yeah. But man was getting it on. He was, He's getting pussy tonight, that man. Yeah, wolf pussy. Yeah, he... Oh. Man. Where, oh, that was what that was from. No, wait. Where was it? We were d- doing our mama's show one night, mm-hmm. and we were playing uh, uh, Whose Line? Or Lines mm. lines from the Floor? Can we play that tonight? We haven't done it in a while. Uh, yeah, and we have to get shit ready. But, That's fine. Um, but the, someone wrote, uh, for those of you who don't know what Whose Line is or, or uh, Lines from the Floor, it's where two people do a scene, and the audience writes down suggestions and throws them onto the stage. And at certain points during the scene... The performers have to bend over and pick it up and read what the audience member wrote. And make sense of it. And make it make sense into the scene. And one of the lines that I got, and this was probably seven years ago or almost eight years ago. Yeah, this was like within our first year. Mm. Um, The line that I opened up the paper and read was, this steak tastes like wolf pussy. (laughs) 
And <laughs> that's so nonsensical. It has to be from a movie. Or it something. has to be from something. Um, because someone listening yeah. to this in the car is knows what it is and is like, ah, you fucking idiot. It's, it's from, from that. It's Bob the Builder. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think I think Bob like tube steak. Hey, hello. People um, are here. But yeah, the uh, that for some reason wolf pussy just sounds more horrific than anything else that I could think of. Well, I just don't understand why they would equate a steak that they were having. Would that mean it's tastier or that it's bad? I, I would imagine wolf pussy tastes bad. Mm. I wouldn't think that that's a compliment. I wouldn't say that, that you're saying anything smells or tastes like wolf pussy. Well, like the um, Duran Duran song, Hungry Like the Wolf. I yeah. mean, that. Hungry like the wolf. And maybe a wolf pussy is really hungry. You're, you're arguing on the wrong side of history here. I mean, these, these, are, these are the conversations. Oh, really? You're leaving because of that? There's, mm. there, you know there was one guy sitting next to Hitler that was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe you're not going far enough. <laughs> maybe you should, you should push the envelope a little more. Or, or you know, Hitler was just... So speaking of Hitler, this, um, really? this, is a, this is from a while ago, but there was this guy that I met. Like, so back when I first moved to Orlando, I was writing plays all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was important to me to at least once or twice a year put out an original play. Are you writing that one we talked about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the, uh, this dude came and saw one of my plays, and he was, he was like a scary guy. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, he came up to me, and he started talking to me, and he said, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, like he I'm, was way too interested? I'm, I'm working on, on writing a thing, too. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, it's about Hitler. It's like Hitler's life. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Well, like, that's kind of interesting. He's like, yeah, you yeah, know, but it's, he's just really misunderstood. And immediately I'm like, okay. Oh, now we're on different paths. Where, where is the exit? <laughs> like, how do I? He was I... just really misunderstood. He just wanted to be a painter. Yeah. He just, just wanted to be a painter. And some Jewish guy didn't like his work. And he said, I'll get you. And that's how. And your little dog, too. A friend of mine. Oh, I shouldn't say. Because a friend of mine had a brilliant idea for a play. Uh-huh. A comedy. Oh, great. Um about Hitler and it was literally because you know Hitler was an idiot. Like uh-huh. notoriously a fuck up. Um like I I I hate saying like he was lucky to get where he did, but everything he did just kind of fell in place because did. of the surrounding people. But uh, it was the invasion of Normandy he slept through. Nobody wanted to wake him up to tell him, "Hey, uh America's angry." Um, and so he was like, he was absolutely like out of it. Um, but yeah, a friend of mine came up with a a really good concept for a show and I was, I was, it was one of those where I was like, ah, fuck, that's great. But has it done anything? I don't know. And so I don't want to say his, his idea because it was so good and I I don't want someone to, to go, fuck, I'm making $10 million. So you have a social life this week. What have you been doing? Going out, just hanging out with friends. Hanging out. I never saw that show. I just know that's how that theme what, song goes. What show? The seventies show. That oh, 70s that seventies show? show. Yeah. Oh. I just remember like. Did you expect other people to get that based off of you? Probably. Say, yeah, mm. they probably would have. But um, I never really got into the show, so every time it come on, that's like the only part of the theme song I know. Yeah. Because I would always turn it. Never really got into it. Um, I bought my tickets today for Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, congrats! Have you seen his 
lip sync battle, Tom Holland. Uh uh-uh. uh. Dear God, the man is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like seriously, he was on uh, Kelly and Fuckface this morning, whoever it is now. Um, and they were talking about his growing up. He's his mom put him in like dance classes because she thought he was pretty good at keeping rhythm, whatever, yeah. and it kept him busy. And from that, he auditioned for Billy Elliot in London. But they said he was a little too young, a little too scrawny yeah. to uh, practice with them. And maybe up and coming, he could be a part of it. And he did. And he, and he was. And then from there, he was involved in whatever theater and stuff in the West End in London. And that's kind of how he, he, he got started in show business. But my goodness, I was, I was like, damn, Spider-Man, he was better than Rihanna. Oh. It was really, really, he did um, Umbrella, Ella, Ella, that song. A. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah, I mean, look it up. It's it's pretty phenomenal. I was way impressed. Yeah. What yeah. have you done this week? Oh, let's see. I had a huge wedding show last weekend um, that's attended by, like, the most attendees in the area. It's huge in a, a ballroom um, in a convention center. And we made up flower bouquets for everybody there, like, uh-huh. throughout the entire show. That was fun. Um, and then we had another showcase last night. My kids are still in Tennessee, so it's kind of like going and doing as much as I can while they're gone so I can kind of get my things that I feel like I should go and see out of the way. Yeah. Um, I saw an amazing show last night, which, which? was uh, Josephine, the story of Josephine Baker okay. from our friend Tamisha Harris. Where is where is that? It's playing at the venue right now. And okay. she was best of show for the Fringe that she had in San Francisco or San Diego, I believe. And now she's getting ready to tour it to other Fringe festivals. I had a... She's fucking phenomenal. I had a dream the other night. So I, you know, every every couple years I'll get a little kidney stone and I'll pee that out. I had a dream last night that I peed out a kidney stone and it was a peanut. What does that have to do with what I was saying? I don't know, but I was just trying to get you to stop talking because you had a mouthful of food and it was gross. No, I don't. Ugh. It, like, you literally can hear your mouth do that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that fingering, finger blasting someone sound. No, that's something completely different. It's like a like stirring mac and cheese. Um, but we went to Taco China last night, which is one of my favorite places. Uh, I went to Bar Over Taco there? yesterday. Um, where is that? Uh, Doctor. Oh, Doctor Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's pretty good. I heard it was pretty good. Um, my boyfriend is a taco aficionado. He <laughs> vagina yeah. taco. Yeah, and that too. Um, so any chance we have to go and have any kind of taco, he's all in for it. Um. But I wanted to. I was trying to surprise him last night with something, but he went golfing all day with his friends, so he was really like super heat stroke tired by the end of the evening after seeing the show and going to get food. Uh-huh. I had reservations at Better Than Sex. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, I know. I really wanted to go. We've been trying to go for a while, and we just it still didn't happen last night because he was so tired. But afterwards, I didn't tell him what the surprise was. So oh, and I'll it do it another time. Unless he listens to, does he ever listen to these? He does. He listens to them all the time, and then he asks me questions so <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, he's like, so uh, what was that about? Yeah. So he'll say, oh, so we were going to go to Better Than Sex because you said it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's fine. We'll probably make arrangements to go there another time. But I have a really cool couple. Oh, we did a photo shoot. Um, we have a couple of really cool photo shoots coming up that I'm pairing up with some really cool event venues around town. So lots of fun stuff in the so works. It was a peanut that came out of my pee-pee hole. I, was, I had a dream last night that I peed, or not a couple nights ago, that I peed out uh, an actual nut. Like a salted nut. Not one of my nuts. Because you know your testicles are not uh, like a, a nut? Mm-mm. They're actually almost like a ball of spaghetti. You can un- unravel mm-hmm. them. Um, was it salty like a peanut? I didn't eat it. 
It was in the toilet, and I remember going, holy shit, that's way bigger than everything else that I peed out. This has to be a record. Did you think maybe it got lost on its way down your digestive tract and said I went, instead of going to the poo, it went to the pee? No, that would be... Is that, that possible? No. That'd be funny. If you, no. like, peed out spaghetti noodles? That, <laughs> that would be like if your poop came out of your wiener instead of your butt. Um, that you'd you have, like, the, a Play-Doh play factory. Did you ever see the South Park where they were eating from their butts? Yeah, and shitting out of their mouth. That was very odd. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was a great idea. Mm. And it was better for you. Like, it turned out that, that shoving food up your butt and digesting it backwards was healthier. It, like, cured cancer. But and, everybody's, like, breath would smell like poop. Yeah. Well, and that's where they had a little poop basket that they pass around parties. Oh, jeez. People would go, oh, 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 and a dookie would come out. Mr. Hanky. No, that was the, from the Christmas special. Um... So back to what I was saying about the the group of people drinking and dancing or whatever. Yeah. Because we're in the tourist quarter, they did several songs in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's always going to be a, you know, a, a section of the populace that's going to know that and have a good time and everything. But I, I can't tell you how white a room looks when a Spanish song comes on and three Hispanic people are jamming out, having yeah. the time of their lives. And you look around the room and all the white people are kind of like... Waiting for the next song, waiting for the next song. And that's why we need a wall, you know? You're so evil. We need a wall to keep their music out. Uh, We should actually, we should have like a selective wall. A selective wall? Like you have to pass an exam to go through? No, no, no. But it's like a certain dimension. So like if you are a young, attractive Hispanic girl, you're allowed in. Why? Oh, because that's, that's what I care about. Young, attractive Hispanic girls. Yeah. Oh, so I, you're on a new sect now. Oh, no. I've been with a Spanish girl. Mm. I, I've Did been, she know it? Yeah, well, I mean, she found out about it. Um, no, I've, I've been with a Hispanic girl. Um, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast. Was well, she spicy? No. I mean, I was with an Indian. And that's that's like a lot of curry. Indian in the dot or Indian feather? No, the dot. Mm, gotcha. Um, but... Uh, the, and then in fourth grade, was it third grade or fourth grade? That doesn't count. I know it doesn't count, but I had a black girlfriend for like two weeks. Until she found out you weren't black or what? No, no, no. No, it was like third or fourth grade. Did she so know like we, she was your girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. We passed notes and held hands. So um, was that her just kind of pissing off her parents? I don't know. I don't know. I'm was trying it, to think it, if there's... true love? I'm trying to think. I mean, I dated uh, for two years a Chinese girl. Really? Yeah. Do I know her? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Kendra. Oh, okay, so I can talk That's about that. That's not an Asian name. No, well, I can talk about that, though. This would be an interesting... I mean, so I dated this girl for two years. Um, she she had a, 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 a weird... Not weird. She had a fucked up incident happen in her childhood um, where her mother kidnapped her and took her to China. Wow. And it, her and her brother. And... You know, she would tell me the stories of how her how mom... How long was she gone? Uh, it was a year, maybe almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but her father was trying to get her back mm-hmm. and it was... Or get them back. And it was it was extremely difficult. Yeah, because she was with the mother. And, and it was in another country. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was China. So he flew there... China. And was able to rescue her. Oh, not her brother? And not her brother. Why? But she was abused while she was in China. Like her mother, she would say, would hit her. And mm-hmm. um, she, I mean, like she thought her mother was just absolutely batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and her father was able to rescue her. She never had contact with her brother because she couldn't get a hold of him or how to find him. And then, So she wasn't with her brother when they were in China? 
Yeah, she no, she was, but after her dad rescued her. How old was she? Oh, like four or five. Aww. I mean, old old enough to remember That's it. Sad. And um, so her dad rescued her and couldn't rescue the brother. They came back to America, and the she, authorities didn't help him at all. No, wow. big. I, I guess it's harder than it seems. Mm-hmm. And um, that's got to be so and I, help like helpless feeling. I don't know how the father was able to get her, but the way she explained it, it was like a snatch and grab. Like he wow. had to rescue like her that way, um, but she, you know, w- was abused for that period of time, mm-hmm. and it was a fucked up situation. And as a result, you know, she had issues, issues, and, yeah. and she was on um, antidepressants. And she, that seems to be a theme with the girls she, that are with you. She worked in a bar, only a couple, uh, yeah, only two. Um, she. She worked in a bar, so she was surrounded by drinkers, and eventually it, it started to kind of catch up with her, and she was mixing her alcohol with, with her anti- oh, antidepressants. That's and never a good combo. She was getting like more and more. Um, I don't know why it's depression, but, but because it wasn't like sadness that would overtake her. It, it was, was probably a, she also didn't deal with any of her demons. It was a rage that, oh. that would come up, and I mean, I was young; she was young. And I didn't know what to do. Um, So we ended up breaking up after two years. And within a couple weeks, she attempted suicide. She took a bunch of Klonopin and uh, she called the paramedics. Mm, Good. uh, And they came. She she doctor shopped apparently to get the Mm -hmm. enough pills. Mm -hmm. And she had to go before a judge and the judge said, you can... Either go to jail or you can join a branch of the military. Oh, wow. And yeah, she ended up, she was in school already for nursing and she got her nursing degree and then she went into the Navy, mm-hmm. I believe. And she ended up going to Germany to live. And we would talk like occasionally every once in a while, you know, just kind of a check in sort of thing. She met a guy and she, she got married. Mm hmm. And he ended up developing a drinking problem mm. and she stayed with him and she knew this is a, a tough thing and she stayed with him. He got over it. They moved on. And then she developed a, a an addiction to pain medicine. Mm. Um, addictive personality. That's kind of how it rolls. Yeah. Well, did the guy turn out to be her brother? No, oh, okay. no, no, no. Actually, when we were when we were dating through the power of MySpace, she found her brother. Oh wow! And he told her, like, yeah, her mom is just as crazy as she's always been, and, and stuff he, like that. Like, did um, he have a horrible? Life? I think I think is he was now an adult man. Yeah. So I think he was in a better place than than she would have been. But um, the when she had this addiction addiction, um, her husband left her because hmm. he said, really? yeah, she stood by him, yeah. Oh, it's fucked up. And she called me and she ended up coming home. I say home to America. Um, and she went to live with her family in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And she had a, a half sister um, who was everything to her. Mm-hmm. And when she uh, when she attempted suicide, I went to the hospital because they Baker's Act you. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the hospital to see her and she was miserable. Like they took her shoelaces away because yeah, you yeah, yeah. hang yourself to, or whatever. Yeah. And and. She was saying, this is a nightmare. The people in here are really crazy. Like, there are people screaming all night. Mm-hmm. And and um, my big thing was, your sister. Like, think about your sister. I, I know that you're upset, and I know that you're sad, and, and it seems overwhelming. But 
if you had succeeded, Mm -hmm. it would affect way more than you. Mm -hmm. It affects everyone that you know. That's why people say suicide is a selfish thing. Who you've touched. And so anyway, she comes back. Again, we talk on the phone just to check in. And one night we had this conversation and and I was standing outside. I remember talking to her, um, standing in uh, uh, my parking lot when I lived in uh, the condo in Winter Park. And she... She she was catching me up on everything, like the the divorce, her moving here, and that her ex husband was already seeing someone else, mm-hmm. and that was hard. And we were talking and and had a, a good conversation. And about a year after that, like I hadn't talked to her. About a year after that, one morning, I get a call from a mutual friend of mm-hmm. ours who said they found her dead in her bathroom this morning, uh, surrounded by pills, mm-hmm. and um. I was like really bummed out. Mm -hmm. And now here's where it's like fucked up because on an intellectual level, I know I'm not at fault. Like I a hundred percent, I know survivor's guilt. Yeah, absolutely. But I do say things like, what if I had called her? Yeah. I should have checked in more Mm -hmm. or, or what if I had stayed with her Mm -hmm. when she was having these demons the first time instead of leaving the relationship might not have lasted, but Maybe that extra year, maybe that yeah. extra six months or or whatever, you know, could have helped her through a really hard time and she would have gotten past that. And man, I, I still, I don't know. The sur- survivor's guilt is one thing. And then in the, all the what ifs in fucked up situations like that, you just never know. What if I did that? The path well, still could have veered another and, way. You and know? I, I, and it's like, uh, again, like on an intellectual level, I know that, mm-hmm. that this was, this was her thing. She did this. Um, it's, it's not my responsibility but I, I mean, I still, I still question it. Mm-hmm. I still question it. And uh, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who was going through some really dark times, like just recently. And she had said something that just sounded a little too on the nose. Mm-hmm. And I had this this flashback, flashback, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, so I'm here, and you have other people here. You have the support group. You have this, mm-hmm. and you have this." Um, and then I told her the story and I, and I said, and the thing that I, uh, that frustrates me is her half sister mm-hmm. that meant the world to her. Mm-hmm. And she meant the world to, to mm-hmm. her half sister It is has to tell people the story mm-hmm. of who's this girl in your, in these pictures yeah. when you're a kid and she said, Oh, that's my older sister who killed herself. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, not that that's the only don't you don't want to not kill yourself because it's an awkward story for a family member. But but it's a fucked up. It's such a personal thing for people who feel that kind of pain. It's not necessarily wanting to to obviously wreak um, sadness on the other people for them not being around anymore. It's literally to be done with the pain that they're feeling and just not feel anymore. And necessarily, you know, death isn't always the the. Obviously, the mindset of that's what's going to happen, but it's yeah. just to stop the pain. But what if it doesn't? Like, well, God, what if being dead is just the worst sensation in the world? Well, and there, everyone who's ever died is just laying there going, ah! Well, there's all the teachings of suicide being the ultimate sin. and yeah, that, that doesn't mean anything. You know, well, I'm just saying that there's a lot of, a, a lot of mindset about that for I think I'm, I people. might have said this on a podcast before, but that there's this... this um, 
this weird question of, oh man, uh, Ed got so mad at me one night on Facebook. So I posted this, it's a philosophical question. Mm-hmm. And the question is... Ali's going to be pissed at you for this what is it, yeah. podcast. <laughs> what is it that uh, makes us human? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and you like counteracted everybody's yeah, response. Because the thing is, is there's not, there's not a, a magic button. It, but here's like uh, one, someone said a uh, bipedal uh-huh. uh, mammal. And I was like, okay, so two-legged mammal. What if someone is born deformed and they don't have a leg? Mm-hmm. Or if someone has their leg blown off in the war, are they no longer a human because, because now they're missing a, a foot? And they're like, well, no. Well, then having two feet isn't essential or two legs isn't essential to being a human being. So – Ed was getting really mad at me because everything he was saying, I was like, but that's not essential. I'm asking, like, what is it that's essential? And the example that I used is, um, okay, what is a TV? And if you think about all of the, you know, thousands of parts that make up a TV and you say, okay, it's got a volume control. All right. If you break off that volume control, is it still a TV? Yeah. And the answer is yes. So at what point are you removing things? Is it no longer a TV? And instead, it's just a pile of shit. Right. Um, and like when I was giving that example, what kind of blew me away is um, a, a dead person is like unplugging a TV. Mm. That it's... It's just a vessel. Yeah. yeah. That, right. At this point, all it does is look like what it used to do. Mm-hmm. Mind blown. You want to hear something fucked up? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I've ever told you this story. You committed suicide three That's years not ago. Nice. And we've been haunted by you for three years. <laughs> That's, and yeah. And I sit in a podcast <laughs> and eat dinner just to annoy you. No, I found this out. I don't oh, know. I died. I'm in hell. Uh, <laughs> you, you eat food every day in front of me and give me dreams about peeing out a peanut. Can I finish? Yeah. Okay. Can I finish? Can, can I finish? finish? Can I finish? Um, so I didn't know this until recently. My mom told me this. Um, when my mom was a very young mother, she was 15 when she had me. And there was um, a lot of turmoil between my mom's family and uh, my dad's family. And my my dad's family apparently didn't want him to have to be a father at 17. Right. And so my grandmother on my dad's side um, apparently reported my mom for being a bad mother. So I was taken away by DCF when I was four months old and I was living in foster care. DCF is? Department of Children and Families. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and I was put in foster care and then my mother's mother my maternal grandmother um went to the court date to for my mom to get me back and kidnapped me from the courthouse all right ran out the courthouse with me yeah um so apparently that was a big deal and and today's world of crazy chaos it would have been you know all over the news um but i guess they talked her back down from the ledge um and i was brought back but it's like what whose life is like this but apparently mine was and, you know, there was there was obviously no evidence of whatever. My mom is like the end all be all of amazing mothers. So, oh, Jesus Christ, Tony, get in here. Yay, Tony. Tony, I had to listen to all of these James stories while she was eating. Where have you been? Hi, Tony. Do you want to know the truth? Yeah. I was hold on. Hold on. I can't. You have to turn on your microphone. <laughs> your your Pokemon is going off. I was watching the new Power Rangers movie. And here's the worst part. You've seen it eight you times? Liked it? I've not seen it, but it's on Blu-ray, so it's I really could have paused it <laughs> and watched it tomorrow. But you've been gone for a long time, so you're probably enjoying your family, too. Well, no, I was enjoying them because I've been gone for a long time. I, I've been gone. That's what I said. No, I. your hair is the same color as that iced tea. No. 
Yeah. No, he said your hair is the same color as Ice T, the rapper. Is that Ice T? Lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? It's ice cold lemonade. It's delicious. Speaking of which, Break Into Electric Boogaloo was on the other day. Why can't the world be like that? It can be, Tony. If we all just get together and vote for Break Into Electric Boogaloo. Hey, look at that. I'm look at that. A, uh, Tony's a model. Yeah. Yeah. James just handed Tony a... Uh, a magazine. Tony and his wife uh, modeled for my studio for a styled shoot we had, and it got published, and he and his gorgeous wife are in the magazine. The weird thing is, is Tony's dick is out in like half of those <laughs> pictures, and, and it was just cleverly disguised <laughs> in the true. bouquet. Because he's sitting behind a table, <laughs> yep. Who wants to catch this? So, Tony, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to catch everyone up on where you've been? Hi, everybody. you got to talk into the microphone. Oh, sorry. I haven't learned... So those are for you guys. It, Jason, oh, Jason. Is he here? No, I think Jason Harrell. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's like, coming. Are you doing the podcast right now? Hang on. I'm going to text him. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, you're not yes. going to yell at him for using his Tony! phone? What? James is not allowed to text while she's on the podcast. She's only allowed to eat and floss and brush her teeth. I've never brushed my teeth. I'm hatching an egg. Oh, my God. Hang on. I've never what hatched an egg. Well, you've shed Ooh, plenty. It's a... Uh, yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, Remorade. Remorade. No, no iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. He wants uh, to know, should he wait or he, can he come in? He can come in. Come on. We're almost in. done. We started. We were telling very serious stories and then mine got cut off. I told the story of Kendra. Oh, my goodness, dude. This is a comedy podcast. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I told it in a very lighthearted, hilarious way. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, I told the story of being kidnapped as a baby. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So now you tell your hilarious story. I you? had lasagna for dinner. Oh, oh, man. I'm so sorry. No, so listen. Tell so. the story about the guy that uh, put his finger in your butt. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why did you have a guy put his finger in your butt? It was a doctor. But oh. here's the thing. Uh, it was behind uh, McDonald's. I was no, talking about no. you last night. So here's the deal. I was peeing. This was years ago, and my pee hole was burning. And I was like, oh, shoot, my pee hole's burning. So, yep. those ladies so I go to the doctor, <laughs> and I, I was in a relationship, so it wasn't unless she had some craziness going on, which I was like, hmm. She's fucking flossing her teeth right now. So anyway, I go to the doctor. I said, my pee hole hurts. He goes, ah, oh, bend over. I go, what? And he's like sticking his fingers in my butt. And then he said, the doctor will be in in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, oh, you got prostatitis. It's not a big deal. Okay. He goes, come back in 30 days. Okay. So come back in 30 days. He puts his finger in my butt again. And he goes, all right, you're good. And I'm like, okay. And then later on, different illness. I had some some, uh, vomiting going on. And he goes, he goes, here, I need to give you some suppositories. It's the best way for your body to to absorb it. Anyway, I felt like he should have been paying me for Mm -hmm. going to the doctor. Mike, he did. Is. He paid you about two inches at a time. Anyway, so that's that story. So but anyway, is that how you learned you didn't like it in the butt? No, he likes it in the butt. So I don't, and, and like my pee hole's burning again. Well, let me see. Let me. Bend I over. think it's because <laughs> I'm not drinking enough water, so my pee is really, really yellow, which is crazy because I drink Highly so acidic. much water. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not going to the doctor. He's gonna stick his finger in my butt. Maybe you should see a, a different doctor. I do. I see a different one now. Who still likes to put their fingers inside of you? No, no, no. It's so like your, summer your, camp. Your pee is burning right now? Yes. You've been overseas a lot, right? 
No. No, you've been traveling a lot. Maybe. Yeah, traveling can do it. I was in the Bahamas for three weeks. Oh, then you definitely had something in your mind. It was, I was for in work the Bahamas too, wasn't it? and you were getting paid to be there? Do you realize <sighs> I was at a port and I went to uh somewhere to eat dinner once. So I was looking at rocks and dirt and mm. shipping containers. But it's okay because I love my job. Mm-hmm. And then I went on vacation to Boulder City with my family because Stephanie's parents are famous. Her, her lineage in Boulder City are fam- famous. And you wanted to look at more rocks? No. Because I had a dream about peeing out a kidney stone that looked like a peanut. So salty. Their great, her great granddad has a statue at the Boulder Dam. Yeah. Damn. And I found out he's a pokey stop. And I thought that was the most exciting oh thing. Did and you I get sho- a screen grab of? I did. I showed the whole family. I said, your great granddad's a pokey stop. And they are like, wow. So whatever great thing he did to become a statue is now a, a pokey stop. A pokey stop. I think it's neat. So what would you rather do, Tony? Would you rather do something that is great and the town makes you a, a statue out of you? Or a pokey stop? Pokey stop. More people would see it. But I think you get the best of both worlds if you become yeah, a statue. Yeah, because you statue and, and a, a pokey stop. So look, high scaler. The man depicted on this monument is performing one of the most dangerous yet essential jobs at construction of the Boulder Dam or Hoover Dam. Sitting on the bosun chair, hundreds of feet in the air, his job was to set charges and clear the loose rock from the face of the canyon. They basically put dynamite in the rock, light it, and then swing away. Yeah. Boom. And by the time they got back, it should have been boomed. Um, anyway, so they say the high scaler here is, where's his name? I lost it. Oh, Joe Kine. The statue depicts Joe Kine who performed this work and that's the Kine family. So it was a big family reunion. I went to Vegas. Nice. Nice. And and then. You can't tell us what happened though. What do you mean? Because it stays in Vegas. Uh, I went to a family reunion. And that's why his pee pee hurts. Um. I uh, So today I was reminded of a story of someone who wanted me to write a show, a dinner show, about the Prophet Muhammad. And I was like, oh. yeah, I was like, no way. And I was like, I don't even want to be anywhere near this neighborhood when you open the show. But today... You were going to do the show here? Yeah, in Orlando. Oh. <laughs> um, but my, my joke was inside we'd have an alcohol refreshment stand and we call it the Allah Akbar. I was proud of that. All right, we we really have to wrap this up. Uh, James, what did you learn today? I learned that it doesn't matter what I do. It's always wrong, and anybody else can do what you yell at me for um, because they're not me. Okay, I'm glad you finally see that. Tony, what did you learn today? I learned that when I'm not here, you talk about depressing stuff. Yeah, well, you fucking had to watch Power Rangers. Yeah. That was I didn't get to finish it. Oh. They all he die. Was late and he still no, didn't it was it. Billy was dead when I left. Yeah, they all die. That's how it ends. That's why it was it was fine up until that point. Go go power Rangers. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it in the theater. Like a real fan. <laughs> I couldn't go. I was sold out the one time I could have went, which was my birthday. Um, and I learned something tonight too. Tony, when you play on your phone, it's kind of endearing and sweet. <laughs> 
All right, we're Mama's Comedy Show. We're here every Friday night at 10 p.m. You can find us on Facebook. Search for Mama's Comedy Show. Uh, also, you can find me, Todd, on Snapchat. Duty Poo-Poo. D-O-O-D-I-E-P-O-O-P-O-O. Um, James is at corsetsandcuties.com. And you have a show coming up? Yep, we have our three-year anniversary show coming up August 26th, and we just confirmed some really cool guest stars, so go to our website for ticket information and show info. And to see free boobies. Not free. On the website. We're very expensive. Tony, uh, where are you? Me. Tony is on, yeah, nah. but to be fair, he burped, and it was kind of a Rick and Morty-ish sort of thing, which is funny. You had a full fucking salad in front of you, eating it for 20 minutes of the podcast. You can suck a bag of dicks. Okay. But I won't do it in front of a microphone. How would you do that? A bag of dicks? Like, are they disconnected? And yeah, it's... and it's fine. It's totally not gay because you're sucking them through a plastic bag. So it's not like you're actually <laughs> sucking <laughs> a dick. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, yeah, he's got bags. Tony, put your dick in that bag. And I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, Tony is uh, uh, Tony. What's your Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done this Tony in a while. Tony Giordano. No, it's not. Is it an underscore in there? Yeah. Tony underscore Giordano. Tony underscore Giordano. <laughs> oh, no. It's T Giordano. No, what is it? What is it? T Giordano? No. T underscore Giordano. What is it? I have to finish the podcast. That's it. T underscore Giordano? Maybe. No. Fuck you. The real Tony died out there, didn't he? <laughs> He's a Pokestop now. <laughs> All right. Uh, just search uh, search Tony Giordano on Google and then find out where he lives. You can map your way, way to his house. Can you do that? You can Pokestop your way. Oh. Tony's bed is a Pokestop. If you come at night while he's sleeping, <laughs> get a picture. Get a picture of a of a Rattata on his face. <laughs> uh, on his sleeping visage. Are you sleeping? Sleeping with a rattata on my face, dude. I know what to do from now on. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.